Your industry is unique. It faces its own challenges and risks that set it apart. That means choosing just any insurance company just won't cut it. At The Hartford, we take pride in knowing the ins and outs of your industry and help provide solutions that suit how you do business, from liability and property insurance to workers' comp and more. At The Hartford, we don't just talk about specialization, we live it. Learn how The Hartford can help your business at thehartford.com. You know success when you see it, or you think you do, the people in the spotlight. But what about those small business masterminds who succeed at making their money work harder? They do that by having a business bank account with QuickBooks Money, which now earns 5% annual percentage yield. Making your money work as hard as you do? That's how you business differently. Learn more about QuickBooks Money at quickbooks.com slash 5APY. Banking services provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Only funds and envelopes earn APY. APY can change at any time. Retailers from American Eagle Outfitters to Bloomingdale's are betting that women are ready to shed skinny jeans for return to flared styles, a change that may firm up more than sagging denim sales. I mean, what a great lead. (laughs) (laughs) The quote, lead quote is, the fashion shift is coming. Uh, Once the bottom changes, your tops are wrong. It's a whole new reason for consumers to spend. And when did you write that? Five years ago. And welcome back to Material World. We're digging into the stories behind all the stuff you spend your money on. We're your hosts. I'm Jenny Kaplan. I cover all the things you drink and smoke for Bloomberg News. And I'm Lindsay Rupp. I write about all the stores you'd find in a mall for Bloomberg. Today, we're going to talk about an item of clothing that's definitely part of my everyday look. Skinny jeans. I love skinny jeans. I don't think I own a single pair of non-skinny pants that I would wear out of my apartment. So I actually did a uh, personal inventory of my pants for this story, mm-hmm. and I have two pairs that are technically non-skinnies, but one of them is um, like very slim. I remember back when the skinny look was first popular, thinking they were weird and unflattering, like, why are you seeing so much of my leg? And now I kind of feel like everything else is weird. When skinny jeans first happened, and I think just in general when leggings first happened about 10 years ago, everyone was discouraged or disgusted by the idea of having pants that cling to you so that your every curve or supposed, you know, woman body image issues would be out there to be flaunted, right? So skinny jeans, when people first started wearing them, they were horrified. That's Nancy Zhang. She's the chief operating officer at Ott New York, a chain of boutiques. You'll hear more from her later. There was actually a time when every single find your fit test would tell you that the boot cut look was the most flattering style for your body. And now that just seems laughable because skinnies have been in style for a decade. Back in 2009, Ellen DeGeneres did an amazing monologue on the skinny only jean situation. There's no regular jeans anymore. There's no regular, there's jeans, the store sells skinny jeans, skinny jeans, and then skinny jeans. I'm not joking, I wanna show you. Where's the, bring the table out, Andy. Thank you so much. All right, this right here, these, I wasn't going to the children's department. This is, this is, this is a woman's jean, and it, I'm not kidding, I don't understand. 
Women are supposed to have hips. This is craziness. Why are they making jeans that are skinny on our widest parts? I Despite her qualms, skinny jeans have really stuck around, and that hasn't been good for the fashion industry because it's keeping shoppers from spending a lot of money on new trends. Retailers have called for an end to this trend for quite a while, but to no avail. Two years after Ellen railed against these jeans, our colleague here on the consumer team at Bloomberg, Matt Townsend, wrote a story predicting the death of skinnies. Here's what was going on. So I was uh, walking around New York City. Checking out ladies' pants. Yeah, which is part of my job, looking at their shoes, <laughs> uh -huh. th what they're wearing. Um, and this was when the trend was, and it still exists to, to some extent today, women wearing skinny jeans with these riding boots. That's Matt attempting to defend his story. And then I just started seeing some retailers come out with some wide leg jeans. To, one of them was American Eagle, came out with a bunch of wide leg jeans called them flares. So I thought, huh, like, what's going on here? Is this some sort of end of skinny jeans or is there, is there a shift coming? So I talked to a bunch of people, a bunch of smart people, uh -huh. mm -hmm. executives at uh, designer jean companies. I talked to an executive at Bloomingdale's. Uh, people who should know. Yeah, I talked to retail analysts. And I basically came away with this concept for a story that I, you know, I was proven out in the reporting that there is some sort of fashion shift coming. And not just a fashion shift because, oh, well, there needs to be a fashion shift, but that retailers and the fashion industry needed a shift to promote sales. Because basically, if you think about it, what is fashion? It's bringing out new things that people buy that drives this industry, this multi-billion dollar industry. Well, skinny jeans at this point, this was 2011, mm -hmm. had been going strong for about four or five, maybe six years. Yeah. Um, especially in the, you know, the fashion centers of the world like New York City. If skinny jeans change... If women start wearing wide leg jeans, then that means they have to wear different shoes because you can't wear riding boots with uh, wide Clearly. leg jeans. Clearly, right. You can't wear these flowy tops with bell bottoms. You have to right. wear a different kind of top. Right. So the whole point was this could pr provoke women particularly to swap out their whole wardrobes, which would be a huge, huge boost to the industry. To and all these retailers, yeah. all the companies making the jeans. Right. And they all thought this was happening. And it hasn't. They need this to change to drive sales. Ever since we told Matt about this episode, he's been constantly sending us messages whenever he sees celebrities wearing wide leg pants or stores pushing new styles. But to date, skinny jeans are still the most popular kinds of pants. Why is that the case? What makes us so reluctant to loosen up? We decided we needed to talk to some more fashion experts to help us figure that out. We spoke with Ann Mashburn, who, with her husband, Sid, owns four sets of men's and women's shops. They make their own products, and they sell other people's designs. Before opening shop, Ann worked at Condé Nast as an assistant and editor at Vogue and Glamour. Well, I think that um, it's the uh, skinny silhouette of jeans is one of, you know, many... Um, different silhouettes but it's a major one women always want to look skinnier um it's almost the um goal when you you know women who maybe have a baby afterwards the ideal is to get into their skinny jeans um but for us it's just like a base you can make it look um really different you can wear um you could you know wear flats with it and look like a someone on the street in France. You could wear cowboy boots with a skinny silhouette and look like a, um, you know, Elizabeth Taylor in The Misfits. You know, it's just, a, it's something that is one of many pieces of a woman's wardrobe. 
Oh, sorry. Marilyn Monroe. Elizabeth <laughs> Taylor is a giant. Ots Nancy Zhang agrees. It works with many different uh, occasions, and it works with many different, both casual and more dressier types of tops. So what I when I say tops, I mean you can put a cute silk blouse on it and jeans, and have it be a going out top. You can put then a blazer on top of that exact same outfit and have it be a little bit more of a professional situation if that is. The job or work environment allows you to wear jeans. Um, you can also wear it in the summer with a cute crop tops, tank tops, and the different lengths of hems and different lengths of tops that um, actually work very well with skinny jeans. So you can wear short t-shirts, long t-shirts, you can wear oversized, you can wear sweaters. are flattering and we've gotten used to wearing them. I don't have to think about how to wear them. True, everything I own is built around that skinny on the bottom look. I mean, think about how much time and money it would take to change your entire wardrobe to include a wider variety of pants. Because it's not just the pants you have to buy, it's a new top and maybe even new shoes to suit the pants also. Ain't nobody got time for that, which is a problem. If your business is selling trendy clothes, it definitely is. People aren't shopping as much as they once were. Particularly millennials spend more on experiences than in stores. Urban Outfitters CEO Richard Hain described why styles need to shift to inspire shoppers to spend more on clothes in a conference call with analysts in spring 2016. Home, intimates, accessories, shoes, and beauty. Obviously, all these categories face the same headwinds. So why then was apparel the outlier? To me, the answer is simple. Fashion or more accurately, the lack thereof. The last major fashion shift was 10 years ago when the skinny bottom returned to popularity. Today, the customer has a closet full of various skinny bottoms and she has many, many long tops and sweaters to go over them. Without a fashion need to drive her purchases, the customer can easily defer her apparel spend. Surely a major fashion shift is a cure for the current apparel malaise. I'm not predicting exactly when that change will come but I am certain it will. It's starting to feel like other styles are coming back a little bit, but skinnies aren't going anywhere. I wouldn't say that the style is stagnant. I think that one of the, the biggest challenges we face in the fashion and retail industry right now is that um, we are so reliant on trends changing every season so people feel like they have to buy new things every season. Like, that's how we make our money, right? That's wrong. That can't... That's not, like sustainable, <laughs> both from an environmental perspective, uh, from an economic perspective, because right now there's so much uncertainty in the financial markets and, and, and consumer confidence that people aren't in the mood to go out and, and like buy a whole new wardrobe every year. So our business is actually very stable and steady because we listen to our consumer. When we look at skinny jeans, we don't see it as stagnant. We see it as where do we best, where do we get the best skinny jeans in the best fit with the best fabrications and the newest makes and models so that when people want new skinnies, they come to us. In order to see, in order for skinny to take a backseat, they'd have to sell 
a lot of whatever the new style is, right? So basically I think the fear is people are not buying in general because they have every color and every fit of skinnies they need. Um, but it's not, fashion in general is not about what people need. It's about how to get people to buy what they want. Um, because nobody needs 20 pairs of jeans, right? So I think for for companies that say the skinny is, is well, who not necessarily say, who are betting on the skinny um, going out so that people can feel like they need 20 pairs of flares or they need 20 pairs of um, gaucho cropped, you know, wide legs. Um, I think they're missing the point, which is that they're trying to cram down the consumer's throat um, something for something new for the sake of newness. Um, so I think it's important to, of course, always to be trendy, but I think it's also more equally important at a time like this to really pay attention to cons consumption patterns and, um, and, and do strong inventory control. I believe it's here to stay. So whether it's, um, we're talking skinny across all categories, right? So jeggings, running, um, athleisure, and jeans, it's it's a, a silhouette that people are now comfortable with. And I don't think that we're really going to go back. In fact, men are wearing more and more slim fit jeans and they're getting more and more comfortable with that. Sid Mashburn, Anne's husband, agreed that there's still a lot of growth potential with the skinny silhouette. He's worked in design at J. Crew, Ralph Lauren, Tommy Hilfiger, and Land's End. You know, on the men's side, it's like guys, some guys are just getting there. Right. So we we don't we don't really feel restricted by that personally, and because uh, there it's just it's, it's one of the arrows in our quiver. You know, fabric may be one of the arrows, uh, color may be one of the arrows. Uh, you know, weights, different textures. I mean, there's so many other things to play with. And so, you know, for instance, you know, we, when we first opened up in 2007, we didn't have a single pleat anywhere. And in Atlanta, that was, you know, almost heretical because it was the land of pleats in many ways. Um, but now we have a, a pleated trouser, but it's still very slim. So we're, and, and my, my influence, even though, you know, my early influences from my brother who was, you know, I saw him come of age in the 60s. So Sidney Portier and Dick Van Dyke, people like that. But even, you know, sort of the next phase was like David Bowie and those baggy, you know, I went through that phase too. And then wound up, you know, my sister and mother brought me back a pair of skinny jeans from London, I think in about 1981 from the store Boy, which was a punk, punk store, which was interesting that my mother was there uh but anyway it was skinny stretch not even skinny stretch jeans and, and with, with a leather jacket and wearing that in oxford mississippi at Ole miss was a little you know incongruous to the <laughs> yeah. typical style but you you wind up you mashing the mash these things together so all of a sudden skinny's not skinny it's just a piece of what you're mashing up with other things whether it's a, an oxford shirt or a or a popover shirt or a different kind of blazer. So we, we don't see it as a limitation for us. I can wear a, a, a on-trend accessory with it, or I can, again, uh, you know, just make it look... I, I love other things, too. Like now I love a flare. Today I'm wearing a flare jean, and that's also something that I've had, and I'll pull out again. That will come and go. But I do think that my my skinnier silhouette is something that I that has 
has more longevity, and I always wear that. Um, but now I'm feeling the, the little flare, kick flare a little more. After five long years, Matt's ready to finally be right on this. Retailers definitely tried five years ago, and they've been trying ever since. Mm -hmm. But what I'm seeing, and actually is a sign that maybe the fashion shift is eventually or finally coming, is that almost every apparel brand or apparel chain that sells jeans now has a variety of wide leg or bell bottoms. Uh, you see skinny jeans all over the gossip magazines and in uh, all over the internet. Just doing a, some Google searching today, the Kardashians, J-Lo, uh, Jennifer Aniston, Gwyneth Paltrow, all recently shot wearing wide leg jeans. So, I mean, when I look at it, yes, was I a little early on saying there was a fashion shift and there needed to be one? Yes, because I wrote this story over five years ago. But it is coming. I mean, there is momentum here on skinny jeans going away. And that is very good for the fashion industry and So why can't field. brands why haven't brands made this happen already? Why haven't they changed what's popular or do they not still have the power to do that? I mean it used to be that uh, a fashion company would would set a style on the runway and that would trickle down into stores and then I eventually would start buying a version of maybe what had been on the runway previously. Is that the way that works still? It is the way it works, but I just think it's it's a, it's a little bit harder. It's not as, you know, it, there's more of a democratic process involved with people looking for more, diff not wanting to be as p part of big of the, the crowd, right? Like there's more individuality, you know, customization. Everyone wants to sort of have their own sort of look. Um, so I think that's part of it. Um, you know, people have way more influences now. I mean, before when, you know, there was no real internet influence, you went to the mall and you just bought clothes. Like you didn't have a big sort of, you know, array of options out there, whether it was buying on the internet or just being influenced by the internet or being now being influenced by influencer, influencers on the internet. So it's not just these little small fashion houses driving fashion down the fashion um, economy, which I think is a big part of it. Will these wide leg jeans and these flares that we're starting to see, are they going to are they going to turn things around for these struggling retailers? And if you are a struggling retailer or you are an apparel retailer in general, so how do you know, you know, how much to buy into this wide leg trend? How do you think brands will approach this potential shift? Well, if, if you look at history, it, it would seem that they're very sort of uh, hesitant to make a big bet on a new fashion trend that is really different. Um, I mean, it's one thing to come out with uh, distressed skinny jeans when skinny jeans are popular, but to go full force into some sort of new look takes some guts, and, you know, publicly traded companies aren't really known for doing that. Um, so I guess I, I'd be hesitant to think that this is going to be a big sort of boost for a lot of public companies unless they're willing to take a big risk. Um, because, you know, you could have one season where you make a big bet and it misses and, you know, your quarter's screwed and, you know, your stock goes down. Or you could go out on a limb and make a bet that these wide leg jeans will come back in a big way and that's what customers want and you'll have, you'll have a killer quarter. So it's – but it has, if, his, if you look at history, I would think that not to expect a lot of retailers to make this bet right now until it's just such overwhelming, obviously overwhelming that they have to or they'll be left behind. 
We're now officially in the throes of the back-to-school shopping season, which is the second biggest shopping period for retailers behind the holidays. Will teens be demanding their parents buy them flares and wide-leg pants, Jenny? Seems like maybe some of the more fashion-forward ones might, but everyone wearing skinnies will still be plenty stylish. The Mashburns and Nancy Zhang argue that the skinny silhouette has become a staple. It's taking the place in your wardrobe alongside your perfect white t-shirt and your little black dress. The current athleisure trend that has us wearing athletic gear like yoga pants as everyday fashion is also reinforcing the skinny look. And as Sid Mashburn pointed out, even men's pants have gotten a lot slimmer. When I talk to retailers about their latest innovations, they're still talking about stretch and how to make that slim style more comfortable and more flattering. But I can't deny I'm seeing a lot of wide leg styles. Even the so-called boyfriend or girlfriend pants are slouchier than, say, jeggings. I'm seriously considering buying a pair. I was in Japan in June and it felt like everyone I saw was wearing wide leg pants. They look cool and I want a pair. but. It would take a lot for me to switch over completely, like a disaster that wiped out all my clothing or something. Maybe I'll have to live with being stylish, but not on trend. I can live with that. That wraps it up for this episode of Material World. Thanks for listening. For more on Material World, check out Bloomberg.com, iTunes.com slash Material World. And you can also follow us on Twitter. I'm at Elsie Rupp and Jenny's at Jenny M. Kaplan. You can learn more about the stores in this episode on Twitter at Ann Mashburn, at Sid Mashburn, and at OtNY. You can follow all of Matt's coverage of companies like Nike, Under Armour, and Herbalife at Matt underscore Townsend. We'll be back in two weeks. And you see them like with their jeans on, you're like, what were they thinking? (laughs) Your industry is unique. It faces its own challenges and risks that set it apart. That means choosing just any insurance company just won't cut it. At The Hartford, we take pride in knowing the ins and outs of your industry and help provide solutions that suit how you do business. From liability and property insurance to workers' comp and more. At The Hartford, we don't just talk about specialization, we live it. Learn how The Hartford can help your business at thehartford.com. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code Radio20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.